Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, up pirate nation? What up? Pod 112, uh, Week 10 NFL. Got a little special guest in the house tonight. What up? It's your boy, Wig Nation! (laughs) Rise up! It's a snowy October night, if you get my drift. (laughs) Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Another life prediction. Hillary Clinton will win the presidency. <laughs> Hashtag big is with her. Knight is going to choke in the playoffs. Fuck you, Knight. The Rats will win their third championship this year. Little little uh, life prediction here. <laughs> Allie Nylinger will bang at least two more new members <laughs> of the BP Fantasy League within the next 12 counts. That's Wiggs. That's Wiggs. That's Wiggs. Hi, everyone. It's Wiggs. Wiggs Nation. What's up? One part of the sidecar. Yeah, the other half is probably running some sticks and smoking some bowls. Sounds about right. <laughs> hey, we've, been, we've been talking. We've been talking to corporate wigs to start off this show. He's busy working, Wendell. You'll be glad to hear that. Uh, Cree's got to be about ready to re up. Uh, so maybe by the time he listens, he'll text me tomorrow and tell me he's ready to re up. So <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, well, Wiggs has got a little special segment he's going to do uh, here in a little while, but uh, first we'll get into uh, Boss of the Week. Hello. <laughs> Boss of the Week. All right, I'll go first. Uh I went uh, former Houston Coug and uh, current Texan Tank Dell. Can they win it? Trout to the end zone. Touchdown, Tank Dell. C.J. Stroud leads a magical drive. Uh, Six for 114, two tutties. Yeah, but with six seconds left, uh, caught the winning TD. So, yeah, Tank Dell. Boss of the week. All right. Second nomination. I'll build off of that. I went with the quarterback, C.J. Stroud. And Devin White got some of the business at the end of the play. Stroud to the end zone. Touchdown. Tank Dell. Perfectly thrown by C.J. Stroud right in the bucket. So I don't know if you remember this. Last week I said, has the NFL figured out C.J. Stroud? Well, the answer is no, they fucking haven't. Not yet. More importantly, he didn't cover that two and a half point spread that I had bet. So the, the Bucks still win because the the uh, Texans kicker 
got knocked out like halfway through the, the game. Oh, so yeah. they're having some position player kick for them. Gary Ongombali. Yeah. So CJ Stroud, probably going to be the uh, rookie of the year. I think I saw he's minus 500 right now. Makes sense. And no one else is, no one else is really close. Puka Nakua, plus 750. Jameer Gibbs, plus 1,500. And the preseason favorite, Bijan Robinson, all the way up to plus 2,400. Uh, wow. So, yeah, he was, the, he was the favorite. I think he was like plus 500 maybe at the beginning of the year. But, yeah, there you go. CJ Stroud, second nomination. Wiggs, you got one? I do. Uh, my boss is Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards territory. <laughs> there he is, Edwards. Driving, driving, in for the touchdown. You called it, and you were dead right. He is long, keeps those legs turning, and boy, he is a special back, and you're seeing just the unique and all the different ways this team can beat you. Gus Bus, baby, guru yeah. trade. Guru uh, trade. Five carries, 52 yards, two tutties. I know, who was who's the other running back that went off? Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I I mean I honestly got hadn't even heard of the guy before. Yeah, last I mean week. when you're when you're up by thirty points, he, he came in, so he, he got a lot of garbage time carries. Wendell was telling me about the ninety Bush trade for the Pooh dollars to outbid Chafe on it. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But uh yeah, Gus Bus just being a boss for us on you know, I mean probably the only guru trade I've made in uh, the last several years, so I'm I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, it was a big, big regret trade for me. Yeah, Joe, you'd probably be in it still, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm st- I still am oh, you, in it. You still are in it. Yeah, you still, you still are. All right. Uh, next up, I, I'll go again. Uh, Tiffany Gomez. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f- off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f- off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f- but I am telling you right now, that mother f- that mother f- back there is not real. Uh, you know, the chick on the, the airplane, she's just like all over Barstool uh, right now. Uh, she's making her way through. Uh, you know, she did say also again, this comes up again this week. She's not going to start an OnlyFans, um, which is too bad because that smoke show had a bad day on the plane. But uh She's a boss. She's pretty fucking hot. Yeah, it doesn't even look like the same person. I don't know. She must have lost a lot of weight since that uh, airplane outburst. I still don't understand the story behind it. She said she was like sleep deprived. And I mean, I've been pretty sleep deprived in my life, but I've never uh, deep, deplaned an entire, you know, airline. Yeah, I mean, you know, when that story came out, it was like, you know, did she see an alien? What did she see? Da 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 da. But yeah, pretty crazy. You know, she's making her rounds on uh, social media now and trying to come up with uh, ways to stay relevant, I guess. But she's she's a boss this week for me. Yeah, if she wasn't hot, they would have just fucking shut her down. She'd probably be in jail right now. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but uh, she gets a uh, her own podcast. Uh, my second nomination is since we were, we had elections this week and I thought a little, there was a humorous thing that happened. So 
I'm going to nominate Carmel election sign vandalizers. Ooh. So there's, there's a guy who was running for mayor in, in Carmel, and his sign said, Miles for mayor, M-I-L-E-S. Someone went around with white duct tape and covered the, the bottom horizontal line in the E of the miles, and so they turned it nope. the E into F. So it's MILFs for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> it made me chuckle every time. I mean, they went around and did a bunch of signs. It was hilarious. Uh, Miles ended up losing, so maybe it's because uh-huh. of the, the, MILF, the MILFs sign. And speak, uh, I wanted to cover this. Plymouth, the mayor, the, the mayor election. Mark didn't win, unfortunately. But I saw it was only a difference of 18 votes. Wow. The closest uh, election in the whole state of Indiana. So I mean, we could have gotten our whole league together. We got seventeen right here. We could have we could have charged a price and gotten anybody in office that we want. Wow, probably some divided houses in uh, Plymouth, huh? Yeah, yeah. A Dem won mayor too, and you know that's uh, that's pretty big Trump country up there. I know local government's a little different story, but rise GOP. <laughs> <laughs> I bet all the hardcore Trumpers are upset with that. They're probably going to make all the. You know, Plymouth Community School Corporation kids put their pronouns on their uh, papers and all that fun stuff. It is one of my favorite parts about going to Plymouth and just seeing like the Trump signs as soon as you pull into Marshall County. Yes, sir. Wiggs, you got uh, the final one for us? I do. It's not my favorite, but uh, my final boss of the week is uh, DDS Renz. Uh, just absolutely laying his nutsack out all week. I mean, just the, the odd couple reference, talking shit from the get-go. And then, you know, he, he called a shot. He, he beat the sidecar and uh, pretty devastating. Luckily, we bounced back with Randy this week, which I'll, I'll take any odds on that from anyone ever. But uh, yeah, DDS Rand's just uh, beaten down on the sidecar. He's he he's my boss. Yeah, he's legit this season. Big time contender. Definitely a different lane for Jason. Uh, you know, typically a boss, but not usually a fantasy boss. But uh, this may be his first time. All right, we got the loaded dice ready to go. We'll see. We'll see who wins. One. That's so uh, Tank Dell. Yeah. All right. All right. Tank Dell. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, Survivor. Joe moves on as well. Joe moves on in Survivor on the Browns. Jay on the Saints. Two left again. Obviously, no one lost. Uh, so, two left. Pick'em uh, has a two-game lead on Sean Ditka. Chad had 12 last week in Week 9. So, 12 is pretty damn solid. Uh, DFS. Rob Lappin. Cody and Mo. So, all outsiders last week in the top three. Uh, but here's uh, Rob's lap- Rob's lineup, that is. I almost said Rob Lappin's lineup, but yeah. Anyway, Stroud, 41. We talked about him. Uh, Boss Camara, not did okay. JT, Demario Douglas, Nico Collins, that's Zach, Devontae, Mark Andrews, T, 
Higgins and Browns deep put up 23 for him. So pretty damn solid. That's all the updates we got. So let's move on to the special segment. Wiggs is going to lead us. Uh, you want to introduce her? You want me to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce it. Uh, so kind of a little different this week and probably not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> Might lose about 15 listeners right at this segment here, but uh I compared every league manager to a professional wrestler. Well, we know one person that's going to listen to this. Valpo is going to stand up for that. Let's go. <laughs> Snacks, baby. He's probably pissed. Yeah, I'm sure he's pissed he didn't get to his opportunity to do this, but it's it's creative. I like it, Wiggs. I li- everybody likes to hear uh, someone's uh, humorous comparison to a wrestler. Their sure. own. I'm, I'm hoping to get some Jake music chuckles out of it, bare minimum. I'll have to do a little explaining. I know I know he quit watch, watching wrestling in the 80s when he was 15 or 16. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I, I got some to add in with you, and I asked the expert himself, Greg, to, to chime in. So we have a few uh, options maybe when we go through this. Person. Yeah, because not much, not much help coming from my way. But uh, again, probably good for some chuckles. I'll, I'll, I'll hit some one-liners. I'm for sure about that. All right. Well, I can uh, kick it off here. Uh, I started with uh, my insurance salesman, Mr. Rick Davis. Lovely. Uh, the, the pro wrestler comparison I have for Rick is Val Venus. Hello, ladies. Um, I don't know yet. Jim Music shaking his head. Uh, his whole shtick was he was a former porn star turned pro wrestler. And he, just, <laughs> he loved to fuck. So, uh, you know, Rick lays some pipe. That's a pretty common denominator. So yeah. uh, Rick, is, Rick is Val Venus. Wow. That's what I also had. I had it the, kind of the same logic. I had him as Ric Flair because they're both super fucking horny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Greg had one. Greg said the Sandman from ECW, mainly because he was smoking a cig all the time. I yeah. guess I don't know. Never I heard of him. That. Yeah, when you, uh, I'm, I'm googling uh, Val right now, but uh, you have to be careful when you type that name in on this work computer because it's pretty close to something, something else. That's not already in your search history. Not, not on my wife's computer. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> That was an actual storyline, like he was a porn star. Yeah, and then like had one of the one of the like beefs that he had was with with this like I don't even remember their names, but it was like this like Japanese crew of wrestlers, and they had a really hot like sister that was like their ringside like person, and he started fucking her, and then they were gonna cut off his dick, <laughs> like, and they had a so like they ended one episode of Monday Night Raw and. They had his dick on the table, and they were lifting the sword up to cut it off. And then that's how the episode ended. So, stop that! tight, dragging Val Venus into a room. And wait a minute, King, that's that. That's that chopping block. What are they gonna do here? Watch it! He's got a sword. You don't think that he would? You don't. Surprised that hasn't actually happened to Rick in real life yet. <laughs> Sounds like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's maybe the inspiration from that uh, 
movies <laughs> to where they got that storyline. Who's next? Uh, I kind of, I, I mean, I, I'm going to try to burn through these a little bit quickly here, but uh, I, I lumped m- most all of 08 together as, as a, uh, not a tag team, but like a crew. So 08 is Degeneration X. Are you ready? Hey, think you could tell us what to do? You think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Um, and I started with Jay. Uh, Jay is X-Pac. Are you familiar with X-Pac music? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, X-Pac is kind of like a skinny little twink. Um, just, uh, he, he's like, not, not like the forefront of the, the storylines with that crew, not, not the big superstar, but, uh, nonetheless, a pretty funny guy. And fun fact about X-Pac is, uh, after he got out of pro wrestling, he made a porno with, uh, with China, who was also in DX. No, I, and- I have I maybe seen her before. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen that porno. At least. <laughs> ninth, wonder the world, ninth wonder of the world or something. Yeah, like that. China, the ninth wonder of the world. And I just, I, I figured that aligned with Jay pretty well because if he's not gainfully employed soon, he might need to resort to start doing porn. <laughs> I put him as a Chris Jericho, Jay, because he's really into his body like Chris Jericho. Yeah, really yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Lots of peck deck. Yeah, Y2J. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, Big Dog next. Big Dog is Road Dog, Jesse James. I mean, that's just pretty uh, self-explanatory there. Uh, two white dudes with long hair. Road Dog had uh, had dreads as a white guy, and Big Dog had a perm. So nice. that's the comparison I went with there. Uh, I do remember Junkyard Dog from the 80s uh, wrestling, but... We weren't born yet. Sorry. <laughs> I put Big Dog as Jesse the Body Ventura because of the uh, 9-11, 9-11 uh, conspiracy theories once he was out of wrestling. Oh, yeah. That's, that aligns well. Uh, the next one I have in DX is Nightman, and I put him as Badass Billy Gunn. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you its WWF Tag Team Champions of the The Road Dog, Jesse James, the Badass Billy Gunn, the new Uh, Billy Gunn's, uh, like, moniker was... I'm an ass man, and they and then he eventually is name switched from Badass Billy Gunn to Mr. Ass, and uh, I thought the relevance there was like you know Nine uh, Nine Man is not an ass man, but he's the poon licker. So both are kind of always on the hunt for some trim, and that's their uh, their their comparison. Greg Greg came up with this one for Nide. He says the Miz, who is I, get, I think that's like a current wrestler, isn't it? Yep. But the reasoning is great. He said, 
Both talk a lot of shit, win sometimes, but usually talk more game than it being backed up. And Wiccans probably beats off to both their wives' tits, too. <laughs> I don't know who his wife is, but that's that, that made me chuckle. That's uh, pretty accurate, actually. Uh, the Miz, I do, I do kind of, I remember him because he was on like Road Rules or some shit, wasn't he? Yeah, like he used to. I think I can't really remember. I've, I've never. Uh, Jay could probably speak on this better. I've never really been under Road Rules or that whole, uh, you know, whatever Road Rules challenge, but. Yeah. He would get like hammered drunk and he would call himself the Miz and want to wrestle people. And then I think yeah. he just took it to the next level. Obviously. Also, Nighty uh, obviously is a big naturals, big naturals kind of guy, too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> As am I. I know. <laughs> uh, the next one I have is Chafe, is Shawn Michaels. Uh, just gigantic troll. Uh, you know, the Sean Michaels had this, uh, big, uh, beef with Brett, the Hitman heart. I mean, you got to know who that is, right? Music. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, they would, uh, do, uh, tours in Canada and he would stick Canadian flags up his nose and wipe his ass with them. And that's kind of how Chafe is to like me and Cree. So I just kind of figured that was their, uh, similarity. Yeah. I, I have Blaine down as Kevin Nash, Big Sexy. Ooh. Uh, and then, uh, as an outsider, Martindale is Scott Hall, so they can form the Outsiders tag team. Love that. Both kind of shitty attitude kind of guys, though. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, went through the McDonald's drive through yesterday, and I was behind a BMW custom license plate ball state and it said fall 08 and it just made me think of chafe you didn't get a picture <laughs> I, I wanted to take one but i i was like ah, i'll probably just get ripped on for doing it so but uh yeah so chafe sean michaels kevin nash big sexy next one i have is randy is triple h aka the game Hunter Hearst Helmsley, because obviously Randy Davis, the game, Plymouth icon, Plymouth legend. Also, I read online recently that Triple H is a fruit enthusiast as he is an avid gardener. So uh, they have that in common as well. Yeah, Greg, Greg, Greg wrote down for Randy, Kurt Angle, because of the Olympics, golden boy. I think he won a couple Olympic medals and came back. And since you mentioned Triple H, uh, Greg came up with this one, too. He put Triple H as Chad because he runs the show in WWE now like the commish. And uh, plus his whole family, kind of, it's a family business now with Ryan as the auctioneer and Joe running Fidelts like he has Stephanie McMahon. And what's, what's the brother's name? I can't remember. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Shane O'Matt. Yeah. So that, that's who he had as Triple H. Damn, Greg's are good, man. Mine kind of suck. I... Well, Greg's an expert. No, yours are good. They've made me chuckle a few times there. I'm going to do these together in like 30 minutes, though, so I'm not feeling too bad. I bet Greg really prepped for it. Uh, <laughs> also, Maybe that's the issue. You, it's not a stone tablet, you said? Yeah, it's a notes app. Oh, that maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I know. 
I fucked up. I still think it's been, it's been good so far, so keep it rolling. Yeah, so uh, that was DX, uh, and only member of 08 that I didn't put in there was Buzz. And for Buzz, I have Abdullah the Butcher. So Abdullah the Butcher had a reputation for being involved in some of the most violent and bloody hardcore matches of all time. <laughs> and it reminded me of Buzz being a like super loose cannon, choking people out, blackout drunk at the draft, you know, getting knocked in the head with a golf ball, being all bloody. Um, also, the, you know, butcher aspect of that, it's Beef Boy Buzz, so kind of made me giggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That golf ball incident will be top 10 draft moments of all time, I think, for, for a long time. I feel like you were sitting right next to me, Joe, and I feel like we had like the best possible angle of it. It was just, it was beautiful. I legit still thought Knighty passed out legitimately from the choke. So <laughs> it tricked me with his acting. Uh, for Buzz, I came up with this one. I put Sid Vicious, AKA Psycho Sid, uh, when he goes loose cannon, kind of the same uh, thing you said. Or I said also John Cena because Buzz went through a, a flat bill phase and dressed like a white rapper for a while. So <laughs> you call this, this phase in Buzz's life when, when he was acting black, that's kind of what John Cena does, right? Country crazy. Oh, yeah. He'll do that to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, next one I have here is Byron. And for Byron, I did the big show, which he was the giant in WCW, the big show in WWE. I think he's just Paul White in AEW now. Um, just two big fucking guys with huge fucking wings. Uh, can, occasionally, uh, can occasionally go off and catch some W's, maybe win a ship out of the blue. But, uh, you know, for the most part, they're just kind of some mid-card guys. Not really uh, perennial top, you know, uh, show liners. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know. Big Dick Byron, Big Dick Big Show. Yep, let's uh, see Byron in, in the leotard, the black my, leotard. That he wears. Yeah, this guy has a fucking lovely singlet, dude. Should we make the butt pirate wear that at the draft? That, the, should be the that would actually be pretty good, but I'm not doing it if I would. <laughs> you think I want to do that shit? Implement it next year, the following year. Did you guys ever? Did you ever wrestle Jake back in the day? You uh, a wrestler? I, I wrestled like maybe kindergarten and first grade. And I was probably like, you know, probably 20 pounds heavier than like the typical kindergarten or first grader. So I was getting like destroyed by third graders and just crying. And that didn't last very long. Did you tell your dad, this is super gay. Don't make me do it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, probably I, I would assume so. Uh, I remember one wrestling practice, not to go too far off the beaten trail here, but I, I don't know what the scenario was, but I was like, it was after like swim practice or football or something. And they used to run wrestling practice in high school up behind the bleachers when they were pushed in. And we, I was walking through the gym and there was just a big fucking turd on the wrestling mat. I was like, <laughs> This sport is so fucking whack. Yeah. Pratt. Adam Pratt, I'm sure, did it. Oh, dude, his kids are like little beasts in wrestling. They just went to some big tournament in Ohio, I guess. I keep up. Yeah, the fox catcher, we could start calling him. Why Why would 
I forget the uh, Dupont. He ended up killing a couple uh, wrestlers that he was the coach of. You've uh, seen the movie where it's uh, Steve Carell. Takes it a little too far. Who you got next? <laughs> hey, maybe we'll cut that part out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so for uh, for for Chad Kamish, I had Vince McMahon. I thought that made a lot of sense. Uh, CEO of uh, you know the WWE, Kamish of the league. Vince really wanted to be a wrestler and put himself in the storyline constantly and. Chad wants to be a pro wrestler as well after he downs eight IPAs at the draft and just starts beating the <laughs> shit out of anyone on his path. That's true. Uh, I did a tag team for this. Now, oh, do you have something for Chad, Joe? Sorry. No, we're good. Triple H, but Triple I like Vince. Right, yeah. They both make complete sense. Uh, this next one, probably a little unconventional, but I did a tag team. I did uh, Jeremy and Jason are Kane and The Undertaker. Um, just a couple huge meatheads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just anybody that fucks with their family, they're done for. Um, and uh, as a bonus, I put Greg Renz as Paul Bear. So, <laughs> Cheaters! <laughs> <laughs> He used to have a, a voice that cracked a lot, Jake. If you didn't, that's why I said it like that. Uh, let's see. I didn't have one for Jason, but for for uh, Jeremy, I didn't know exactly. So I was actually going down the list of who's in the WWE Hall of Fame, and I found this out. Pete Rose is in the Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Jeremy's yeah. Pete Rose, always. Jimmy Rose. All right, so for this next one, I did uh, Mr. Music Man. Uh, I got to look this one up. Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're familiar with this one. I said Jake Music is Ric Flair. Uh, uh, this is a recycled joke like four times now, but just old as shit. Yeah. And still wanting to hang with the younger crowd in an attempt to recapture their youth slash glory days. Um, also, Ric Flair used to pull a shit ton of trim back in the day, and I'm assuming Music did the same. Decent amount. And he has a weed company, I'm pretty sure now. I've heard him on Rogan recently, probably in the really? last like, six months or so. Pretty sure he has gummies. So, yeah. Might have to I'm get done. a taste. I put you as Dude Love. No clue. But he has a really good vibe, and he's wearing a tie-dye shirt just like you have on right now oh, for the sick. Uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, he does. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mankind. I think he was. I don't know if he was dude love before he became mankind or, or not. He looks like he's definitely huffs balloons in the lot. Yep. Oh, I guarantee it. Yep. <laughs> uh, for this next one, I did Mr. Joe Scott, and I compared you to Ken Shamrock. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ken Shamrock was an actual MMA fighter turn pro wrestler and every now and then in the ring with the the co-wrestler that he'd be performing with 
they would mess up a move and like actually, you know, like actually land a DDT or actually fucking, you know, hurt his arm in an arm bar. And there's several clips online of him just absolutely snapping on people that fuck up moves that he's working with and just beating the shit out of them, knocking them out and then just pinning them and ending the match. And uh, I think the similarity there is if you catch Joe on a bad day, you're liable to fucking get it. So that's uh, (laughs) Joe is uh, Ken Shamrock. I am the 07 loose cannon. Uh, I put for myself, I put Sting, one of the, the greats. Mostly just because a uh, baseball bat is my weapon of choice as well. Just ask Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's good. Um, for this next one, I did my boss, Mr. Jared Wendell. Uh, there was a wrestler, I believe in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, named Mike Rotunda. And his ring name was IRS both a couple of tax guys uh irs and pro wrestling would criticize fans for not paying their income tax and probably a really shitty stick to be honest with you but uh he dressed up in a you know tight pants and a button down and tie and glasses uh when i'm on zoom with wendell he's always dropping knowledge on me on what to write off at the end of the year and they both actually currently reside in saint pete so Mr. Wendell is Mike Rotunda, IRS. Also, I had to take it easy on him because he is my boss and I value my employment. <laughs> yeah, he's got the suspenders on, I see. Tip, yeah, glasses. Like a real accountant. So the next one I did is uh, an, another tag team, and that is myself and Cree, a.k.a. the real-life tag team, the sidecar. Uh, I compared us to the Dudley Boys. Um yeah. Music, Dudley Boys, not ringing a bell. All I'm right. looking them up. <laughs> uh, so, Machine Man was 3D, right? Yeah, yeah. Cree is Devon, the black one, and <laughs> I am Bubba uh, Ray. Their, their shtick was they really weren't all there. Like, I think Bubba Ray would start stuttering in the ring and like cutting a promo and. Uh, Devon would come up after a few stutters and slap him behind the head and he'd kind of spit it out. And if you've ever been around me when I've had 10 beers, or if you've ever been around Cree when he smoked 10 bowls, you would probably think the same about us. <laughs> for, for our black audience. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to have any Booker T's on uh, on this. On anybody comparing them? Um, so that's that's sixteen of the seventeen of us. And uh, Joe, play his motherfucking intro music. Last league member is. Egg. I have uh, Greg as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, Both love swigging beers, beating ass, and driving cool cars. Uh, Whether it's a Chevy S10 Extreme, a Camaro, an Audi, or a Denali, you're going to catch in a sick ride. Uh, Stone Cold is largely regarded 
as one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. And Greg is noted as one of the best car owners of all time, one of the best cat owners of all time, and one of the best owners of a head of hair of all time. So I, I just, I thought those two uh, kind of gelled together, no Ooh. pun intended. There you go. Jeez, Wiggs. Nice, nice job, Wiggs. Yep, that was a good segment. Wow, thank you. I still think if you would have put it on a stone tablet, it would have been better. Maybe. I, I probably should have smoked a little weed, to be honest with you, but uh, I just did it right after work yesterday. I'm sure Cree bogarts all the weed in the house, too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not getting to that. <laughs> all right. What's up? Jizz picks next. Whatever happened to predictability? I think I'm going to try something that I ain't, I ain't never did before on this one. Let's go. You watching the game, Joe? What are you doing? What's the update on the game? Ten. Oh, it is ten six right now. Bajant just got lit up. Who scored that touchdown for the Panthers? I wasn't paying attention. Never even heard of the guy. Well, it was a a a return, wasn't it? Not return or something. Well, he's definitely not in my parlay then. I see my cousin Tyler Scott is getting a lot of run for the Bears tonight. Ooh, Cole Komet. Let's go. Come on. All right. First matchup of Jizz Picks is Chad versus the Old Sacks. So Chad has four of his starters on bye this week. No Kelsey, no Pacheco, no Devontae Smith, no Philly Deef. So he's, he's playing left-handed against Greg this week or against Rick this week. But Rick is also missing his quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Um, So I think it's going to be close. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. What do you guys think? Uh, Basically the same thing I had. Neither had a quarterback. uh, Yeah, in currently at least. least, This was current as of yesterday when we were supposed to do the pod. Uh, But uh, I think Rick was going to go with Minshew. Chad Chad has nobody, right? He got Derek Carr. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be closer than what it probably should be. Rick's kind of been on a little bit of a heater. Um, but, yeah, I, I, pretty much the same thing. Uh, it's going to be a coin toss for me, though. Uh, I'm actually going to probably lean Rick because he's been hot. Ooh. It's a time to get him. Time to get him. Yeah, this is the shot. I'm just going to go with Chad because of – Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams. That trio is uh, pretty damn good. Yeah, I would have to go Chad as well. Not because of that. And I say this with a ton of love because Rick is one of my favorite people of all time. But I called him a week or two ago and I was like asking about some of the players on his roster. And he said to me that, Last night was the first night I've watched football all year. And it was like, <laughs> I don't know, fucking week six, week seven. I don't know. So uh, I just don't really believe in Rick. Uh, and I know Chad has uh, guru moments. So I'm going to go with Chad. Probably a good call there. Yep. Next matchup is Cubbies versus Blame. So an 08 matchup here. Yeah, Chafe, you know, moves on from Saquon, sitting pretty, 
sitting pretty good for next year, money-wise. Uh, has two rookie Lions that will probably end up keeping, but uh, not much to say about Buzz. I, I'm taking Chafe. Yeah, it's a coin flip. I think, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud probably comes back to earth a little bit this week. Cincinnati Deef is decent. Uh, Cubbies is getting back. Debo Samuel, so he hasn't had him for a while. Uh, I know that's one of his first loves. So I think I'm going to lean Blaine because of he has better running backs. Uh, Jalen Warren and Jameer Gibbs, kind of a little bit better than Zeke Elliott and my boy, Latavius Murray. Yeah, I hate to do this, but I'm going to go chafe as well. Um, also, talked to Buzz on the phone a couple days ago, asking about some players on the roster. Uh, with some of the people in the league, obviously a text doesn't suffice, so you have to call them and they think something's wrong and they answer, and you're like, hey, what's up with CJ Stroud? <laughs> uh, and Buzz... Kind of same situation. He's like, I don't even know who half these fucking people are. So uh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna go chafe. All right, next matchup's yours, Kyle. It's Randy versus the sidecar. Vroom vroom. Let me get you guys get you guys set. So you're five and four right now in the league, and I'm thinking that. Uh, if you go, so there's fi- uh, five games left. If you go three and two, there's a good chance that you miss the playoffs because of uh, some point tiebreakers that are going on right now. So I think to guarantee yourself uh, a playoff spot, you need to go four and one. Three and two might get it done, but four and one definitely gets it done. So each of these next matchups are big for you guys. And I mean, there's there's no uh, no analysis needed for me on this one. I'm going with the cum fiesta over Randy's shit ass team. Yeah, you talked about Gus Bus uh, going with uh, Purdy this week. I saw, and you know, for for Davis, D Hop's been actually decent the last couple weeks, but I'm taking sidecar as well. Yeah, to build on that, Joe, I'm. Very fortunate, and I thank my lucky stars that we play the biggest idiot in the entire league this week. Um, <laughs> still need a quarterback, though, so I know we're the most hated team in the league, but we've got 65-10, and 10, and I want to bust that nut and spend it all. So if you've got a QB, holler at your boy. And I'm picking myself, obviously. For sure. Uh, well, I think I have Randy next week, and if I get it done against him, uh, we'll be talking. But, yes, next matchup was uh, Beans and myself, and not really much I can say here. Beans has too much. I don't have enough to compete. Uh, my RBs suck dick, uh, so Beans. Yep, I think right now I'd say Wendell and Jason are the two best teams, looking best-looking rosters right now. So I can't go against Wendell uh, and picking him. Yeah, I got to go Wendell as well. Um, because he signed your checks. He he does sign those checks. And also, he might have the worst luck of any fantasy manager in our league. Um, I just I, I feel like there's been several years I'd have to go back and look where he's had just absolute juggernauts and has lost to high point like three or four weeks early in the season putting him in a position of like flux, doesn't know what to do. 
sells a little early, just really bad luck. So I think uh, he's gotten kind of past that hump after the loss to 90. And I think he's going to go on a nice little streak here. So I'm going to go Wendell as well. All right. The next matchup is Jason versus Big Dog. No, you're fine. I didn't Uh, didn't do that one, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm going DDS. Yeah, Big Dog is is pasting a team together. He gets uh, Montgomery back this week, which is huge. That's his boy. Been doing it whenever he's healthy. He seems to be scoring a couple touchdowns every single game. But like I said, Jason's one of the top two teams in the league right now, so too much firepower. Got to take Jason. Yeah, I would go Jason, but he slapped his nuts all over my forehead last week. Uh, Can Josh Dobbs keep that magic up? Saints defense probably a little bit better than Falcons. They played the Falcons, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious because Nightman was just trying to pedal them off all week. Uh, Montgomery back. Yeah, I think I'm going to go big dog with the upset. Also, Sam Fran D at Jacksonville. Sam Fran's lost three in a row. Purdy gets his boy Debo back. I think that puts the offense in a better position to put the defense in better position. So uh, I'm, I'm going with the upset. I'm taking my man tub until I'm coming. Fire up tub. Yeah, that, I think that would guarantee him to stay out of the butt pirate if he if he comes out with that victory. Yeah, probably. This next matchup is the boy liking game of the week. And it is the boy liking game of the week because these two boys like to trade with each other. If I went back into the archives, I bet we'd find 10 trades or so that they've, they've done together. They, they seem to get together on draft day and, and, and talk it out and come out with a solution. Usually that's Nighty getting, giving all his money to Jeremy. Yeah, Jimmy's trying to stay uh, at 500 or above 500. Knight's trying to get there. Uh, Knight has another new tight end this week. Jimmy gets uh, Madison back uh, as the lone RB and Josh Allen at home against Denver. Uh, I'm going uh, Jimmy. Yeah, this one's tough for me to pick. Uh, I need Jimmy to start sucking for the uh, division personally, but Nighty's also a huge piece of shit. So... (laughs) I'm just looking at the matchup right now. Thielen has kind of sucked. The, I, these Thursday night games have blown. It's funny that it's the Panthers and Bears. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'll go Jimmy. I don't like it. I'm gonna do it though. All right, I'm taking Nide. Some Nide magic this week. I also need to take a piss. Hold on, I'll be back in one minute. <laughs> What's up, Butt Pirate Nation? What up, it's your boy Wigs Nation. <laughs> Rights the fuck up, Butt Pirate League. Let's go, Rats. Waiver Wire Wigs, what's up? I do it because I love you. I appreciate it. Wigs Nation, Fantasy Facts. This is like Christmas morning. <laughs> this is. 
So some fantasy facts for you. Someone need to cross check this shit. <laughs> and I know Joe will. So uh, you all can suck on my balls. <laughs> the Degens. Like it. Wigs Nation. Stone Predation. <laughs> we should almost stop and go smoke right now. Yeah. <laughs> the first one I have here. My next prediction here is uh, fuck away. <laughs> All right, next one. My next bold prediction, which is my favorite one of all of them I have wrote down. I, I, I really don't have any, I don't have anything on that. When I hear his name, I think of him sitting down at the end of the fight out. So yeah. next one, which is a big one, the next stoned prediction, and my last bold stone prediction. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Wicks. Yeah, Thanks, Wicks. Those are real nice. How about uh, best of group me real quick? The classic pics of Rick's modeling career. <laughs> Never gets old. Never. Never gets old. Blaine replied, hoping it hoping it comes with a Sue HJ. <laughs> <laughs> then Wendell responds, 35 and 35 in a Sherry ass clap. <laughs> Jay got invited by Janelle on LinkedIn. She wanted to connect. <laughs> <laughs> this question is for me. Has that hashtag 08 loser at Jay Kinney picked hashtag Wigs Nation to win a single matchup this season? Thanks for having me on. Smoke weed every day. All right, with that, we're out. Pirate life for me. Thanks. All right, next matchup is the upset of the week. All right, couple 07 boys, Reggie Bush or Finley Bush versus the big show, Byron. <laughs> Huge Wang. <laughs> Joe, yeah, you're looking for the upset. Uh, you were stamped a contender a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe, maybe you play a 90 and, and start your buy back in right this week, after next week, I guess. If you win, you're, are you going to be a buyer? Well, I was running through all the scenarios, just like uh, I was talking about earlier. I basically have to go four and one to get myself in the playoffs uh, because I have such a low point total. And it's going to be a a, a tough battle to go through. So I'm going to need some upsets to make it through. But I don't think I'm buying. I think I'm just going to let it ride with my guys. I'm finally getting a little bit a little bit healthier. Yeah. Uh, So we'll see. We'll see if I can contend. I put this as the upset of the week because uh, it's going to be a close matchup because of Byron's kind of fading team right now. We don't know if Justin Jefferson's going to play this week. It's kind of starting to look like he might. And the more I look at it, the more I start thinking, I'm going to take Byron. Because <laughs> I had it as the upset of the week, but I, the more I look at it, I, I just I can't trust my team to, to put it together again another week. Probably like 80, 85 points, and I don't know if that's going to get it done. Yeah, Butter has that lion stack, and you knew new boss of the week, Tank Dell. So if he can get if he can rise out of those three, I think yeah, maybe he'll get it done. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to almost see you win this one just to see if you, if you. I'd like to see you go back in, Joe. I'd like to see you make a couple moves. I'd like to see you pull a ninety and just see what kind of shit you could drum up and get get back in it. Yeah, we got a, a what a two or three more weeks before the trade deadline, something like that. 
Yeah, two, I think, right? Right before uh, Thanksgiving, right? So the Saturday before the Saturday after. I think it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it'll be those games Thursday, and then you could still trade anyone that hasn't played, basically, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm going Byron. Uh, sorry, Joe. Uh, I think uh, that again, that Lions sack is very nice, and I think the Chargers are absolute frauds. And I think the Lions are going to put up a nice day. Uh, his boy Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like his line. Obviously, he's first in the league. I like his lineup head to toe. Uh, and Geno Smith versus Washington. I know it's at home in Seattle, but just reeks of like a down game to me. I know they got rid of the two. He's been real shitty. Yeah. I mean, uh, they got rid of uh, Montez sweat and chase young. And I just don't know why, but I just feel like Washington's going to have their way with them on Sunday. Yep. Byron probably only needs like one more win to get into the playoffs. Um, he's still shooting for that, that first round by coming up, but. He might fall out of that. I think that's what's going to happen. He's still going to make the playoffs, but fall out of the bye. All right. And now, finally, the game of the week. So we got Chris Jericho versus... Stone Cold Steve Austin, a.k.a. Greg versus Jay. And both these managers need a win. I think, uh, you know, the loser of this is going to drop to six and four and really, uh, you know, not have any chance of being in the buys the first week of the playoffs, which is huge. Yeah, Jay's got uh, the Dolphins on by this week, uh, going with Heineke. He had a decent stat game last week, uh, even though they did lose. Uh, He's got CMC back this week, too, which is also big. Uh, Man, just looking at at Greg's lineup, I I think everybody was projected uh, in double digits except Andrews, which which he was close to double figures. And then uh, I can't remember who his defense is. but Just Buffalo Deef. Yeah. On just Monday night. Pretty fucking solid all the way across the board. Yeah, this one's going to be close. You know, Javante Williams for Denver has been getting a fucking load lately. He's been handling like 80% of the snaps for them. So I, I like his rising. Uh, Jay gets back uh, McCaffrey this week, but losing his Dolphins, like you said. Greg, no, Greg doesn't have Patrick Mahomes, so he's starting. Oh, this probably hurts his heart. The Packers, Jordan Love is who he's starting this week. Um, I mean, it's going to be a close one. I'm going to take Greg. Uh, DJ Moore has seven points tonight so far. I think he's going to have a great second half uh, playing his former team, the Panthers. Yeah, both starting quarterbacks out for these two. uh, And (sighs) that Jordan Love matchup at Pitt just screams like, Five for 17, 103 yards, two picks, no poon. Uh, (laughs) But if you start 
Taylor Heineke any week of the season, you deserve to lose. So I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. That was the jizz picks. On to Vegas. Sir, uh, you're aware that there's a $50,000 buy-in this evening? If that's the case, give me $100,000 in chips. Let me have a dad Pepsi is hot weed. Catch me outside. How about that? Changing 500. And in my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fact I please. I'm your huckleberry. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. All right. Uh, what are we, Joe? Overall, we went, pretty close we now, right? We went 1 last week. You went 2-0. and I was 1-1. One one. We are now back to 500, 14-14 overall. Big Dog went 2-0 and last week, so you got something to live up to this week, uh, Wickens. Our guests are now 3-3. Three and three. All right, all right. So a, a pivotal week for us on, on Vegas to see if we can get above 500. What's your first pick for a spread? I love the Pats covering one and a half. Uh, the, the Colts with their backup quarterback and their pillhead owner going <laughs> back to New England and they just suck there. I can't believe that. I can't believe the. I know the Pats are dog shit. I cannot believe that the Colts are favored to win this game. The Colts might lose by twenty four points. Uh, hammer it. Put your life savings on it. That's a Wigs guarantee. Wigs, just to let you know, this game is in Germany. It's not in Foxborough. Fuck me in the ass. Well, hey, I. Uh, I was going to say something anti-Semitic. <laughs> Just leave that part out. We would have to cut that. <laughs> oh, please cut that. Jesus Christ. I completely forgot I was in Germany. Uh, I'm still taking the bats. Uh, Jim Ursay going to be having cold sweats over there. Can't bring the, the, the plug internationally. He's out of perks. He's out of pressies. I mean, uh, I'm taking the bats. I'm hammering them. Love it. Uh, I'm going Lions minus one and a half over the Chargers. Lions off the bye. Uh, starting to get a little healthy with DeMont back. Chargers on a short week. Double down, Jake. I'm also taking the Lions minus one and a half. So we're, we're feeling good about that one. I just think the, the Lions are one of the, the cream of the crop in the NFC. Uh, one of the top three teams. And yeah. it just feels like the Chargers are just – fighting to even stay relevant right now in the AFC. Uh, I, I'll go over. Or, yeah, I'll start the over under. I did have bears over 38 and a half, but uh, that was yesterday. So I'm going to change it now. I'm going to take a little audible. I'm going to go Titans bucks under 39 and a half. Uh, Titans. Yeah, not that good. I don't really like Will Levis very much. Um, I think it's going to be fucking hot in Tampa. So under 39 and a half. Bring your towel. Uh, let's go my over-under. I'm taking 49ers at the Jags under 45 and a half. I think, 
you know, obviously the 49ers deep has been gutted the past few weeks when they've had games. And I think it's a, re- a return back, back to form, back to basics. And they come back out of the bye and really shut down that Jags team. I think the Jags defense is a little bit underrated too. And 49ers seem to not play as well on the road. And I don't know if it's hot in Jacksonville, but maybe it's hot there too. It's swampy in Florida, so it always has the potential. Yeah. You got an over-under, Wiggs? Yeah, I can come up with one real quick. I was looking at my parlays. Last week, week, Big Dog was just like, I'll take the Browns, whatever the number is. (laughs) And and whatever that other number is. And he he went 2-0. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to go, ah, fuck, I don't love it though. Uh, I'll, I'll take the under for Green Bay at Pittsburgh. I just think that game, I don't know what the weather situation's like, but that game is just going to be ugly. Uh, Kenny Pickett blows, Jordan Love blows, it's in Pittsburgh, and I feel like it's like the Thursday night game, Titans Steelers uh, last week. So I'm I'm gonna take the under 38 and a half. There you go, six and zero. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the best of group me. One, two, three, four. So pretty slow week for the group me, I thought, this week. I only have a, a few. It's not like last week where we went on for 10 minutes just cracking up about the, the 08 sex stories. So uh, starting off, Wiccans posts a picture that was liked by Rick on, I don't know if that was TikTok or Instagram, and it was captioned, waking up on day two of a golf trip, and it was the guy railing some lines. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that anytime I'm on, it was Instagram and anytime I'm on Instagram, I think the algorithm knows myself and Rick very well. I, anytime I come across uh, cocaine content, Rick has already liked it. So <laughs> Nighty came back with, uh, and then Rick will order 42 McGriddles at 5am that congeal for five hours until anyone else wakes up. Good use of congeal. Is that how you say it? Congeal? Yeah, yeah. That's the correct pronunciation. That's that lib lib uh, language that Nighty uses now, right? It reads the wall. New York, New York Times. New York Times. <laughs> uh, Jay posted a fancy-looking Patron padded chair and suggested it maybe as the butt pirate chair. Oh, the love- saw that. The soap, the the love seat. <laughs> Yeah. Was that like a Costco or Sam's Club type yeah. deal? I need my Patron branded padded seat. Yeah, the butt pirate should not be sitting in a comfortable chair. They should be wearing a singlet the entire draft. <laughs> right. Uh, and then after Jason had posted one of his kids dressed as Justin Jefferson for Halloween... Byron replies, impressed the Wrens family has evolved past using blackface in Halloween <laughs> costumes. <laughs> I love back in the day when you'd like put on a 
put on, you know, some player's uniform, you're like, you know, it'd be a lot, would make this a lot more real as if I painted my face. <laughs> That's what Mercy did. Uh, all right, Jeremy had a correction for the pod. I, I work with lungs and in the ICU. ER is for when Rick needs another STD test. Uh, essentially, uh, yeah. I didn't understand what he's talking to. And then Jason replied, can he get some oxygen prophylactically soon? So some doctor jokes to end. Best of group me here. Rick fucks. <laughs> that's it. That's best of group me. Pretty solid show tonight, boys. Wigs, thanks for coming on. Uh, still would have liked to see the stone tablet for just for nostalgic sake, but. Uh, maybe next year. All right. Mark you down. All right. Uh, Wigs, play that motherfucking outro. Talking away. Oh, I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you shying away I'll be coming for your love, okay, and take on me Take me to be safe than sorry and you say is it life or just to play my worries away you're all the things I've got to remember you're shying away I'll be coming for you anyway take on me
day you 